Welcome, everybody, in the Movie Guys Verse. This is Jordan here, part of Movie Guys Podcast. We wanted to say thank you so much for downloading this most recent episode. If you don't know what Movie Guys Podcast is, we are a new movie review show that is updated weekly. You can check us out at movieguyspodcast.com and also movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the last episode of 2018 of Movie Guys Podcast. I'm Jordan, and I'm joined here, like always, with Eric and Ed. Eric, I can speak to fish, but also can speak to you. How are you doing? That was a washed-up joke. Yeah, it was terrible, but I don't know. <laughs> I, this, you know, I really do like DC. You all know that, that I prefer the DC over, over Marvel, if we're talking about it. I mean, they're both fun. We all have a good time at the movies when we go see this. I wasn't too excited walking into Aquaman, to be honest. It's I'm apprehensive about every DC movie now, and I'm still just I don't know. I'm I'm sore from all the other movies that I've been forced to watch. Uh, is it just me that feels that way yet? Well, I mostly was just glad that it wasn't broke back Aquaman. You know, hashtag entourage joke. Sure. Um, yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, I. Because of what I'd seen with almost every other DC movie, with the exception of Wonder Woman, I was not, I was not looking forward. I don't want to say look, not looking forward to it. I just didn't. I wasn't as excited about it. Like when it came out, when I heard about it, I was thinking, "All right, Cal Drogo. Like I'm kind of cool with the dude. Like being the dude. Like and it's. I like Aquaman, but I really wanted the Vinny Chase version. <laughs> like the Vinny Chase James Cameron. Well, then now, now you're being like, biased. No, no, now you're I, being I totally am. I totally am. <laughs> Oh, uh, Jason Momoa, is that his name? Yeah, yeah. He did a pretty good job, actually. I didn't mind him oh, I at agree all. With that. I agree with that. I'm just saying, like, going into the movie, going into the release of everything, Yeah, I was, you know, that's that's more where my mindset was. There are only two reasons I have seen this movie for this review. Reason number one, we have to do it for the show. Reason number two, I now have a movie buddy. For years, since we've been doing Movie Guys Podcast, I've always pretty much gone by myself. My wife has no interest in 95% of the movies that we review, because that's who she is. Sure. But, but my dad has officially retired the week before Christmas. He is bored. He is done. He lives by himself. And uh, he actually invited himself. He said, hey, uh, what are you doing today? Well, I'm going to go see Aquaman. Oh, Aqua what? What's that? Is it, is it, is it a water movie? Kind of like Waterworld? Yes. And I'm like, kind of, Dad. It's kind of like Waterworld. Yeah, it's a fish guy. And yeah, it was okay. I'll be your movie buddy. So I got a movie buddy every week now to go see a movie with. So well, I'm congratulations. I'm we, should have, we should have him as a guest host. Yeah. Oh, ooh. yeah. Too much? <laughs> baby, baby steps here, okay? Yeah, baby yeah, okay. steps. But no, I am not interested in Aquaman at all. I have been burned uh, with DC ever since Justice League. Uh, Man of Steel did not, I'm not going to get into the whole series of the whole franchise of this DCU, but, uh, I mean, Man of Steel was kind of like, oh, okay, this is, they're getting their feet wet. Batman and Superman was like, oh God. And, and then Justice League was just the shit show. Um, so I was not interested in this at all. Wait, uh, your mom's name's Martha too? Do we just yeah. become best friends? You know, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's not, <laughs> it's not that so much. I, I, I really isn't because I. I'm I'm down to see any DC film. Like I, I really, if 
if they did it right, then I would be down to, to beat every time. I would be, you know, pre-ordering my tickets. But the one thing that they, they seem to be, again, doing constantly, I'm going to keep on going back to this, is that they are playing catch-up, and they don't fucking need to. All of their right. movies are long as shit now. And you're there's just no – that's not going to work out. They need to be a little bit shorter than two and a half hours because they're starting to feel – the 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 two and a half hours, you know. Uh, I'll be at Aquaman, very pretty to uh, two and a half hours, but uh, but Jesus, you could fit uh, so much more. Like, uh, not not more. You could make so much more. Like, you can make uh, two movies out of that, you know. And if if it was just take your time to to not rush the enemy, you know, it's Eric. That's my first complaint with my review of this movie. You're two right. This two movie... and a half hours. This movie should have been 30 minutes shorter. It it dragged. I felt myself starting to wiggle in my seat during the Sicily scene. Sure. Because uh, I'm just like, okay, this is fun. This is cool. But, oh, my God, let's get going. Let's get going. Well, I'm going to – you know what? I'm going to kind of disagree with the both of you on that. I did not feel bored at all in this movie. Oh, interesting. Um, I'm not going to go – I mean, we'll, we'll get into full detail of the review, you know, but I, I I didn't find myself bored with it at all. Sure. I don't think I was so, ever, I don't think I was ever bored, but it was definitely just kind of like uh, to the point where I'm just like, oh god, okay, they're they're going to Sicily, like like Jordan says, it's like, geez, and they still like uh, they still have yet to to escalate any of their the conflict that's going on. You know, there's, there's still like two epic battles that have yet to ensue at that point, mm-hmm. and it, and they're still doing setup at that point as well, halfway True. through the movie. And um, now they decided to add the, the, the love story to it. So now that you've, they've added another element during that scene too. So there's just a lot. It went on. But before we get into our nuts and bolts and our complaints, I just want to say one thing to you guys. Um, I am not a James Wan fan. But in 2004, I was 17, 17 years old, and I went to go see a little independent film that was released everywhere in the, in the United States that blew everybody away, a little film called Saw. We all know it. Mm-hmm. Say what you will about the franchise, but I had that theater experience of in a crowded theater with the ending reveal, and everybody in the theater lost their shit. Um, so he went on to do the Conjuring series. I believe he did a Fast and Furious movie. I just wanted to say that it's very interesting to see a guy's career from start to now, you know, in, in my in my lifespan that I have seen. You know what I mean? Because at 17, he started with Saw, and now he's making Aquaman. I, I, I've always been a fan of James Wan. Um, I prefer more of his scary uh, thriller stuff more than the, the action, stuff like that, too. He uh, very much... As you can tell, has a love affair with Patrick Wilson. I think Patrick Wilson is in damn near every, almost every one of James Wan's movies, right? Um, Eric, yes, and, and, and this other thing, Eric, I want to talk about that too, real quick, really, really fast. This cast is great. That's what got me excited. Uh, Patrick, um, Patrick Wilson, I've loved him since Watchmen. I don't know if you guys agree with me on that, but he has, he was great as as Owl Man and everything he's in. I love um, Willem Dafoe. I mean, Jesus Christ, right? And then we got Dolph fucking Lundgren. I knew that was yeah, Dolph Lundgren. Came out of, out of nowhere. Oh, Watch, Watchmen's DC, right? <laughs> what was that? I'm Watch, Watchmen's DC. Yeah, yeah. I'm Watch. pretty sure Watchmen's DC. So Patrick Wilson 
is in Watchmen. He's also in Batman v Superman as the president or the voice of rather. And he's now he's an Aquaman. So he is in now three different parts of the DC universe. True. And we also got Nicole Kidman in this too. I mean, so right there, the cast is not filled with terrible actors. I mean, we have some good A-list actors. Um, so we'll get right into it, okay? I do not have a gripe with the beginning. When uh, when um, when uh, when Nicole Kidman, uh, when she gets washed up on shore and she has a love affair with the human lighthouse keeper, that actually, I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be something good. I really enjoyed it, even when they got attacked after she had her son. I thought all of that sequence was great. Um, Ed, let's go over with you first. What did you think of the opening sequence? Because I really, really dug it. It got me into the film. Well, I know I promised before our conversation not to get too much into detail about the, the, the inconsistency between this movie and the comic books. But there was there, that's, a, that's a fresh storyline, to the best of my recollection. It's something that I think they, they took the one that I know of and they built it into that. I won't get into too much detail with that, but yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I didn't have any problems with the way they did it. I thought that, especially the scene when she was being attacked by the Atlantean guards, um, the, the scene like where the camera just sort of circled around in the middle of the fight and, and uh, Jengo Fett tossed her, her, uh, <laughs> uh, her, the, her trident. Um, you know, I was cool with that. Uh, I, I thought that was real cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm 100% agree with that opening, uh, with your comments about the opening. Eric, what'd you feel about the opening? I just wanted to see what you guys thought. Cause I mean, the movie, my feelings change, but this opening got me right into it. I actually cared. Did well, you care about this opening? I, okay. Again, the few similarities that you'll see in DC movies. Yes. The short answer is yes. Just because DC seems to be excelling a bit more on the fights. I like their fight scenes more. I'll say it might be a popular opinion more than a lot of the the Marvel ones, just because they're starting to utilize the single shot a lot more. And I know that we've talked about this uh, with a few other other reviews, like uh, Halloween, um, and their use of the single shot, and uh, some other action movies. They they're using it a lot now, and in movies like this, or when an action sequence like that happens, it works. Um, Marvel seems to be doing like. Uh, the the slow mo kind of almost like a a huge like the the epic mural kind of slow shot remember like in Avengers where there was a, a moment where it was a slow mo and you could kind of see each hero having their own little battle sure. all fighting at once and it, you know like an epic kind of art mural right mm -hmm. live action type of thing where this one just again focuses on just this person's fighting, and you're gonna watch every move that they're doing. And they did it a few times here too. And it was, I thought that it was great. I liked that. I was on board. Also, I don't know if you guys noticed this, um, and it might be too big to go to, but there's a moment when uh, uh, Atlanta and um, uh, Tom are on the couch. So the mom and dad uh, are on the couch, and they're first falling. And he just served her tea. As the camera pans down over the snow globe, uh, it's sitting on top of an H.P. Lovecraft book. The the deep ones are. No, no, I did not. No. Yeah, yeah, a little little uh, little moving detail there for you, everybody. You're welcome. Um, my small little gripe before we get into the big gripes here for me is the movie then jumps, uh, and it's very jumbled and it gets confusing, and that's where my review of the whole movie goes. But after this epic battle, you know, she has the sun and everything. She goes away. But the scene that bothers me right after this is we jump ahead to where he's a little kid. He's in an aquarium. There's, he's being bullied. And then he talks to the fish and everybody's like, oh, shit. 
and then it goes Aquaman, and then it jumps to him as an adult. James Wan, cut that scene. There was no reason for that scene to be there. There was no reason for that little kid to be in that the was, It brought no into the title that. card. It brought into the so I don't mean to interrupt you, but that brought into the title card. And it was just a cool little aquarium scene, I think, for him discovering his powers. I'm not trying to, to defend it. I get it because it jumped in, into it. And uh, But I, I respect it because I didn't get that 45-minute-long origin story that a lot, yeah, and, a lot of movies t- tend to – or superhero movies tend to do. And I was just getting ready to, to sort of agree with you on that because the one thing that I will say that I really appreciate about this movie more than anything is the fact that it – doesn't insult you with a backstory. Granted, I already said it sort of deviated from the stories we know, but they're just like, hey, you know, here's a, here's here's a little bit. Here's here's the story we're about to tell you, and then boom, like, here's 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 you know, that's it. So I I, pre- I do appreciate that that they didn't insult us with a long backstory. Okay, I would agree with that. Um, so the story's really really generic, but it's it's something we've seen a thousand times before. You know, Aquaman has a half-brother who is now the king of Atlantis, and he wants to join the Seven Kingdoms, a la Seven Seas, to destroy the human world and the <laughs> Oh, true... now I get it. Oh, dude. Holy You God. mean Jordan caught something before you did? Holy seven crap. I just, I, dude, I just thought, like, generically, just like, oh, yeah, Seven. But uh, Seven, holy shit. Welcome. Um, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm caught up now. We're good. I want to mark. I want to make sure that everybody who's listening to this episode marks this time, because this is the first and only time. Wasn't movie even thinking about it. Could go on twenty years. This is the first and only time that I will ever have one up on Eric. <laughs> only time. <laughs> only time. So shit. Da-da-da-da. Man, I felt yeah. bad. I was slow today, and well, there it goes. There we go. <laughs> so anyway, so that's the basic plot, you know. And Aquaman has to get the golden trident. Um, from the old Falling King to become the Aquaman, essentially, and fight his brother for the right of the throne. The standard story. Um, I knew I said I was going to gripe, but I will say something here. Eric, I'm sure you will agree in this because you said it earlier. This is a very pretty film. This movie is really pretty. Oh, yeah. I saw it in 3D. Oh, uh, you ooh. fuck. Woo. Yeah, yeah. So that was, uh, that was a lot, and... Yeah, it was it was very pretty. Like, there's a lot going on. They had a that really cool scene where um, they're describing the the powers of an Atlantean, and aside from it being uh, your uh, weathered skin to insulate against cold waters and uh, deep pressured waters, your eyes can turn nocturnal. Not even it can see in the dark, right? They can see kind of a, a glowing area into the dark, and so that one was really cool because it's basically just like a light show. For the rest of the movie after that, and that was pretty cool. Uh, we got to see uh, a lot, a lot of cool CGI creatures too. I didn't know sharks could growl, but apparently <laughs> they can in this movie. Uh, but yeah, this was a lot of, a lot of cool the... creatures. I let some Jurassic Park uh, dinosaurs were in there too, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, giant, you know, giant seahorses. You didn't know that sharks could growl. I mean, they roared. Draws four, man. Draws yeah, the revenge. There you go. Mm. What do I, there you go. No, One no, of the things that I go ahead. Rocket, that, that alligator thing. Yeah. Remember from uh, Jurassic World that would um, was in the water that event, you know, eventually saved the day and killed the the whiteosaurus or the fucking the, 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 the fuckosaurus the fuckosaurus Rex. Yeah, yeah, that's the <laughs> one. Uh, was in this one, and it almost killed the. Um, 
Mira or they, they, a, yeah, a, a Dominus Rex. I, that was it. Yeah. Well, one of, one, of, one of the things that go on your point about how it's, it's, it's really a, a beautiful movie is this movie is the most comic book-like in that way. It, it's not apologetically, I don't want to call it campy, that's not the right word, but non-apologetically non imaginative like a comic book is. And I really, that's another thing I really appreciated about the movie. They didn't you know, and 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 and, and Aquaman kind of made fun of it in a certain way. He made a couple of little jokes, like, "Wow, I couldn't imagine what's doing this or whatever." But um, yeah, I mean, again, it was a very beautifully done movie, and I, I feel like that was pulled right from the pages of some of these of some of these comic books. Now, I'm not trying to go scene by scene here, so trust me, I'm not. This is my last scene by scene gripe, but this is a big gripe for me. We get into the awesome opening with Nicole Kidman. Great opening. Um, I feel a little sluggish with the kid in the aquarium. But then we get into uh, Black Manta and his dad, and we have this backstory of the dagger, and they're pirates, and they're taking on a submarine, and then here comes Aquaman just showing how big his dick is. That opening against Black Manta and his dad it bored the living shit out of me. Jeez, really? It was stupid. It was absolutely stupid. Can we just open with Nicole Kidman? She goes away, and then boom. Aquaman just saves a fisherman from a shark or something, and then he goes and drinks a beer at his bar with the dead and pick the movie up from there. There's the 30 minutes you asked for. I know. Like, I mean, like, this movie didn't even need Black Manta because now I'm jumping ahead. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you're going to have anything with Aquaman in it, Black Manta is basically the the wily coyote yeah. of 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 the Aquaman franchise okay cool. he is he's i don't want to call him the arch enemy but he's the one consistent well i guess he is he's the one consistent arch enemy for Aquaman and he's in every single every he's he, he's the guy that's like in the background trying to foil Aquaman while Aquaman is trying to save the world from something bigger and he's just sort of gets in the way like a like a bug and he, he flicks him out of the way and they have a couple of you know like that like like in this movie, he just, they fought a little bit. He was always there and they sort of, he just sort of threw him into the ocean and then that was it. He wouldn't save the, he wouldn't save the day. Yeah. Okay. See now that's my point. This is where it's stupid. We get this backstory of black Manta and his dad. Just make that the bad guy. This is the first solo movie, right? Why do we have to have a backstory with his brother? Just have this battle. What they're doing. DC's putting everything together, man. They put two villains in here. Uh, th possibly two and a half or three because of all the challenges they put in too. Um, it just they, they're they're putting a whole lot in there. Those could have been separate movies. Absolutely, because they go to Sicily, they have that battle with with Black Manta and his whole getup, and then he no body, no death, right, Eric? He gets yeah. flown over the cliff and he goes into the uh, ocean, and we never see him again. And I was like, well, that whole five minute backstory with Black Manta and his father talking about the grandfather's dagger, the struggle with having to leave his dad when his dad's dying, then getting the equipment from the Atlanteans, turns it black, has a whole Iron Man Tony Stark scene of him trying to figure it out, and then just to be literally tossed into the ocean. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can hate on that all you want. That... And I mean, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you, but you can't have anything Aquaman without Black Manta. And Black Manta is not that kind of bad guy. He's just the guy that gets really pissed off at Aquaman for various reasons throughout their their, their, their careers together, right? 
and he's the guy. And that's it's exactly what he is. He's the guy that tries to get in Aquaman's way because Aquaman he hates him, right? Because he, for whatever reason, he hates him for various and multiple reasons. But uh, he's never an Aquaman's problem. He's just there. They have a big old fight. It's a cool fight, and Aquaman just flings him to the side. All right, whatever. Like, that's, 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 he's basically Plankton then from SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, pretty- yeah, yeah. He's basically Plankton. I'm not going to continue to go on this argument. We've got more stuff to talk about. But I mean, you made a comment. I guess my jab here is that you can't have, you know, Aquaman without Black Mantle. Well, he did that successfully with Batman without Joker and Batman Begins. So you know, if you're well, we, have, we can argue the success. We can argue the success or failure of, of we're, Batman. We're not going to do that. What I'm trying to say is, though, is that focus on one movie. Because Eric is right. You're right, Eric. This is two movies in one. And we should have had Aquaman Begins, not the Aquaman trilogy. You know what I mean? Um, That's just my two cents. So, Eric, how do you feel about Ariel? I mean, Mira. I mean, Ariel. Um, Literally, (laughs) Ariel. Poor Amber Heard. Uh, She did great. I I, I think uh, that the, the character was great. She looked great in the role. Um, she played the part of what she's supposed to do. Uh, she's like a, a princess queen from like another the other water dimension, uh, of the world. She, I mean, she's good. I, I, I think she did. You know, it, it's not like that role is supposed to be crazy. Like you know, the, like awesome. You know, it's not supposed to be stand out. She, she did great. She, you know. Yeah, no, I'm not complaining. Well, here, here's I do have one complaint with it. And that's in the fact that they went so far as to use the same actress from Justice League, but they totally changed the getup. And I've got more of a problem with Justice League and this movie's continuity with Justice League than I do with this movie in, in, in any other way. That's the only real problems that I have. And we'll get into that in more detail. Oh, but I, that's I just right. want to you point had seen Justice League, and I forgot that she played Mira also in uh, Justice League, right? Yeah, and if and yeah, and when they introduce themselves, like in Justice League, it's like you're, he's already the king of Atlantis, kind of, sorta. He's, I mean, he's like, I don't want to be there, but like he already knows all the things that he's supposed to be doing. And he's just like, yeah, fuck it, I don't, I don't want no part in that. Right, and then in this movie, he still is like, I don't want any part in it, but he's learning about it for the first time. And, and he gets his Aquaman suit at the end. So yeah, he had, well, and he has his Aquaman suit in Justice League. It's a different suit. It's a different suit, but like it's inconsistent in the sense that he should have that suit in this movie. That. That's and good. then he goes into into that suit because they talk about it. They they make mention. That he had fought Steppenwolf in yeah. Justice League. Yeah, and when he goes and he picks up that fisherman that he saved from 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 the the whatever the fucks they uh, they you know or not no he's not I'm sorry that was that was early when he's when he's in the bar with his dad having a pound of beers right right they're like these big bikers come up behind him he's like hey, are you the fish guy from TV yeah you know and and they take they want to take a selfie with him with his pink phone case. Right, it's funny. So, yeah, yeah. So it's it's we've established the fact that this is post Justice League, but the backstory that they gave us in Justice League is the exact opposite of what they give us here. Which is why this should have been a prequel, like Wonder Woman. They didn't. They didn't. Which is why they need to slow the fuck down. Yeah, DC. they really do. Marvel took ten years to tell us the story they wanted to tell us, and they took years of planning it beforehand. So that there were no inconsistencies in the story they were going to tell the new generation. 
Forget about the comic book stuff. I'm not even worried about that. They, I mean, they were very pure to the comics in, 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 in Marvel's cinematic universe. But they took 10 years to tell us the story they wanted to tell us. DC, you're 100% right. They, Marvel's done. They're, they're, they're done with their storylines. They're going to have other little movies here and there. And I'm not, who's, what's not to say that they're not going to have another team up movie? But they could, DC could take 10 years to, to give us fucking Justice League. And they should have. They should have. If they had this plan, they wanted to give us Wonder Woman and a Batman, and Batman versus Superman, and Superman, and Aquaman, and Cyborg, and, and whomever, right? right. At, you pick, pick any other 10 DC characters you want. Fucking make an Aqualad movie for fuck's sake. Like a new Green Lantern, maybe? Yeah, green, and they hint at a Green Lantern movie in Justice League. Because there are Green Lanterns in, when, when, when Wonder Woman's telling the story of Steppenwolf. Like a new like serial movie? They're, yeah, like you can, they could do so much better. Really, they could. And they, they're letting stupid things slip through the cracks. Like not having the director and writer of this movie... Watch the fucking Justice League movie where they introduce the character. No, they did, but their whole thing is at the retcon it because look behind the scenes here, Henry Cavill, who's played Superman, has been fired. There is no yeah, Justice League movie, so they're starting over. That's fun. Well, but there is a Justice League movie. They tell you there's a Justice League movie in this movie. I know they do, but they're they, trying they, to retcon. If they want to retcon it, that's fine. If they, if they want to go move on without Superman, you can move on without Superman. But that you can have ten fucking DC movies without Superman. You don't, he doesn't need to exist. There's a big enough world here. Fucking Central City has so much shit. They could do twelve Flash movies. <laughs> that's going on. There's the Arrow. Like the, the the. There's so much shit going on in what is now called the Arrowverse that they could fucking do all the all these thousands of different things without Superman. Yeah, they don't have to. They don't have to not give us a consistent story. So Ed is pissed off at a costume change. Uh, no, I'm not pissed off at a costume change. I know I'm you're pissed not pissed off at the inconsistency of, of the story they want to tell us. I'm just joking. It's I know. I'm just <laughs> I'm just joking, buddy. Well, you, you got me heated under the collar. See what you did there? Yeah, exactly. I did. Uh, before we get into our final review here, um, I, I really liked when Aquaman had to fight the Kraken. To get the golden, uh, uh, you know, get the golden uh, trident there. No, I mean that's. The, I mean she's the kraken, right? That's who that is. That's that's a kraken, right? Am I yeah, wrong? That's, yeah, yeah, sure, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah and not? also, what I really like too was when they're on the boat and the trench. Those sea creature from the Black Lagoon kind of monsters were everywhere, like like a fucking piranha swarm. Yeah, those were that cool. was. Mm -hmm. And when the camera takes a step back and we see the just the oh god, what a beautiful this movie. I have gripes with it, but this movie is very just beautiful yeah. visually. Visually is very, uh, very. I know exactly what you mean. Um, oh God, just great! Uh, did anybody? Uh, were any of you guys, Eric? Were you surprised that Nicole Kidman came back? I didn't. I mean, no, I, I, oh, I, God I, damn, of course not. Like no. you, already, you already knew. I, um, but again, this movie is stuck to the basic hero's journey rule. That's what. That's basically what it is, right? The traditional set of a hero's rule. The same thing that you see in Star Wars. The same thing, you know. Boy from from out of nowhere, destined King Arthur, I guess, is also kind of the same story, right? Yeah. Obviously, instead of a sword, it's a trident here, so it seems to be yes. kind of you know the prophecy returns and prodigal son comes back. Blah, 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 you know, it's it's very traditional in the in the story. But again, like 
that part was was the was a really good visual to look at. Um, the part Which where, one, the Kraken or the trench? Well, both. Uh, the the part where he's with the flares and they're going into the the, the trench, and that thing was just so cool. And this that yeah, the pan out version, and you, you see the glow of the red and just the swarm of them kind of behind yeah. them. Uh, another one was um, oh wow, I just had that. Dang it! I just had thought a lot of the the fight scenes, like the battle, uh, was really good. Oh damn! I was just gonna say another one. Oh, uh, the when they were in Italy, when they were fighting in Italy on the on the rooftops. Yeah, that was pretty good. That reminded me a lot of like the Adventures of Tintin. That one shot. Yeah. <laughs> it really did. But uh, it also like I, I feel that uh, Marvel had done a rooftop scene like that. Um, a few times, I feel that Best the Furious had done it in a few favelas. Uh, so the rooftop fight scene seems to be kind of yeah <laughs> done, but they did a good job because it was it was a they did a kind of a, a a long take, long action shots with it, which I liked. Um, before we get into our final reviews here, uh, since my dad, like I said at the beginning of the show, is going with me now, I have decided that every episode that we review, that my dad goes with me, I know him like the back of my hand. I'm going to explain a dadism to you, the audience, and to Eric and Ed. What is a dadism? What is a dadism? A dadism is where your dad is going with you to the movie theater, and he's old as shit. He doesn't care. He answered his phone twice in the theater, by the way. Nice. You know, he just he just doesn't care. He's 63 years old. I'm retired. Fuck you. I'm going to do what I want, right? So just to show you the generation between my dad and I. Again, he's 63. We're watching the movie. Here's the dadism. Nicole Kidman comes back. He elbows me and says, hey, Jordan, not quietly, just, hey, Jordan. Yeah, Dad. Isn't that Dr. Chase Marinian? <laughs> and I go, yeah, Dad, it's Nicole Kidman. No, no, that's, no, 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 no. Her name's Dr. Chase Meridian. I'm like, God, God damn it. God damn it. And if you don't get the reference fans, that's, uh, she plays Dr. Chase Meridian from Batman Forever. Who just wanted to fuck Batman? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's her character. So that's my she, dadism. She was, an, she was an Ed Nigma. Oh, so that was my dadism story for the night. Is hey, isn't that Doctor Chase Meridian? That's just kind of funny to me. You know that he would remember that. It sounds like it sounds like your dad is the same in the movie theaters the same way my dad is. So we, I'm just never. That's why I never take him anymore. Like, sure. It's just the, like he he whispers the most obvious thing that's about to happen, but loudly whispers it, and yeah. then you're like when, to the point where people look and it's like you're not clever. Like you, of course they're about to unmask the bad guy. They have their hands on his head. Yeah. Like shut well, the fuck up. Well, we're not going to shut the fuck up here because we're going to give into our final review here, our popcorn rating. So we'll go ahead and go with you, Eric. What will be your popcorn rating for Aquaman? Uh, let's see. This kind of got mixed reviews up and down. Uh, I guess the – what do you want to call it? The spectrum here? I guess uh, the, the circuit. I'll call it that. How about that? Uh, where everyone seems to be just kind of – they don't really know what the hell to think about this. Some people like it. Some people don't. Uh, it definitely made its money back. That's for damn sure. Yeah, 500 and some million. Yeah, for the opening worldwide. Yeah, yeah so it definitely uh, – Get its turn on its investment. Um, to be honest with you, man, I actually kind of enjoyed this movie. I did not like two and a half hours long. It definitely felt long, but like something was always going on. I didn't like the love story either. I thought it was kind of whatever. But yeah, that's also kind of necessary if you're fitting all this 
story in. Might as well just keep on going all the, all the way. The casting was cool. Willem Dafoe was in this one. Uh, and it's it, it does a good job with the acting. That's for dang sure. Yeah. I, no, I, I didn't mind this movie. Obviously, the, the, the big star was the visuals, the CGI, which was just amazing the entire way through. Again, some parts were a little eye-rolly, a little silly, but I liked that... Um, Aquaman, Jason um, uh, had like a sense of humor, which is kind of, I guess, uh, made it a little more relatable, made it more easy and fun. I like this movie. It was it was fine. I don't think I'm gonna be eager to watch it again, but I'm telling you, like it, it's it's a good step in the right direction for DC. If they continue to to do like this kind of actiony stuff, there's a lot of improvements they could have done. Uh, they did play it safe, but. Okay, I'm I'm rambling now. To take it, somebody take it. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, but, but oh yeah, final... oh yeah, the bag of popcorn. Oh, I put it. You know what? I don't know. I. It's tough. This yeah, tough. it really is. I I think I want to go like a small bag with a lot of butter, man. Like I, I that time really sucked. I I really thought that you could have done a lot more with. Yeah, like I had another half an hour, forty-five minute cut out of this. You know, I think it, it could have resonated a lot more. I'd be having on probably a medium or large bag with it, but um, I don't know, man. Like, I guess I want to say medium because it was just really pretty. Like the visuals were just really, really good. I'm gonna stick with medium, and that's it. Okay, so a medium bag of popcorn for Eric. Ed, what will you give Aquaman? What's your popcorn rating? My problems are somewhat with the story, like you guys had said, it's generic, but that's not my issue. We 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 we've just we just went into as to what my issue is with it. It's the inconsistencies in the DC cinematic universe or the DC expanded universe, whatever they want to call it. Um, you know, I, I with this movie by itself, I don't have any problems with it. I mean, it's kind of campy, but it's a comic book movie. You've got to forgive the campiness. Those cartoons. Yeah, and it and I said this, and maybe I can be a little bit more articulate. It took my imagination from the comic book page and put it into into movie form. It was basically the way I would have seen the way I, I imagined Aquaman in my head while reading the comics is is exactly what I I feel like I got on on screen. So I have I'm in love with that aspect of it. Uh, so because of that, and I have no problems with the story, and I have no problems with any of the acting, the only thing that I have an issue is the, is the DC Universe lack of consistency. I'm going to give this movie by itself a large bag of popcorn. Wow. Wow. Well, I am myself am going to go away to agree with Eric. This one's a small bag for me. Um, like I said, I had no interest in seeing it. Um, I'm glad I did, though. It's not terrible. In my opinion, Wonder Woman is the best so far that we've gotten. And then this one will be a, 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 this one will be a second. Um, not terrible, but not at all what I wanted. I think what kills it for me is this that two-and-a-half-hour runtime. That just kills it for me. Um, the visuals are great, but the story is very lacking. The story is very uh, generic, very vanilla. I've seen the story a thousand times. Um, I went into this expecting, or I was hoping to get Aquaman Begins not the Aquaman trilogy. They should have just done one villain, one story, um, and possibly maybe do a prequel because now we have this issue of this being one year after the Battle of Steppenwolf. So just not good. 
So overall, for me, a, 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 a small bag of popcorn. How about how about this? A few different things here. Um, as far as the the villains go, it maybe not the. I, I'll suggest this. Maybe not the number of villains. Maybe two, especially because if Manta is so uh, more of a nuisance and less of, um, you know what I mean, looming as maybe something else would like Ocean Master. What if um, the first baddie for Aquaman's solo movie wasn't as big? Yeah, like, like Black Panther. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I feel that um, a lot of reason why a few of these Marvel movies are working is because their enemy is within their reach. It's not big. And then when the big ones come, it takes the group or some help to, to come in, you know, whether it be like Spider-Man and, and Vulture or uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, I mean, and uh, doing, a, a, what's that, the Hornet or <coughs> Yellow yeah, Jacket? Right. Yellow Jacket. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so kind of of where they're at, and then later on they go big. So that would have been something too. What was your guys' favorite fight in this? Because obviously you had a lot well, of pretty scenes. Did you guys have a favorite fight in this? On, on that point, before I answer that question, we've been talking about that since the beginning they've done DC movies. Steppenwolf was way too big for a first bad guy. Fucking, uh, oh, I'm going to forget who, who the bad guy was in, in Batman vs. Superman. Doomsday? Doomsday. He's too, way too big for that movie. Like, he was should have been the, the you know what I mean? So, anyway, yeah. uh, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's basically par for the course, I think, for, for DC. To answer your question, uh, I, the, the battle between the, the crab people and, and the Atlantean army before the Kraken got involved was, was I thought it was awesome. It was like kind of epic feeling. Not as quite as good as the Battle of the Bastards, but it had a pretty pretty epic feel to it, to me, in my opinion. For sure. Yeah, I'm going to go with that on that one. I also agree. I think that um, I think that the Crab People and, and that battle at the end um, was probably the best-looking battle that I, that, I, that I saw in the film. It was great. It was really cool to see that battle. You can um, have my army, but you'll never have my loyalty. I, I also want to think, I think I do, I would be doing myself and everyone here a disservice. Also, if we did not talk about Pitbull's cover of Africa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you yeah, heard my, it, and you're just like, wait a minute. And then you heard Pitbull doing yeah. the Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. 305. I'm blessed to raise out of Africa. <laughs> that was my that was we my up? <laughs> that was my second dadism. He elbows me and goes, "This isn't Africa." <laughs> I'm like, "God damn it, Dad! This isn't Toto, is it?" I was like, "No, Dad, it's not Toto." I Africa. swear, if you and your dad watch, yeah, go to the front row too to watch this, these movies. Uh, it's just oh, you guys are. <laughs> I I mean, two peas in a pod, and you're both psychopaths. No, yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's because of my dad that I was into movies anyway. You know, my, you know, my mom and dad, you know, uh, divorced when I was a baby. So every Sunday my dad would take me and he pretty much raised me in a movie theater. He didn't know what to do with me. Uh, so, you know, I just, we still, don't, yes. we still don't know what to do with you. Yeah, true. Yeah. So that's not, that's not a knock on man because, 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 because my, cause my dad never did that. You know, there probably would be no movie guys podcast. I wouldn't be into it. Uh, but no, I mean, I've seen, I've seen thousands of movies in, in, in my, in theaters with my dad. And just now that he's retired, he just, he's bored. So he's going to go see Welcome to Marwin and Glass and all these other things with us that we're going to be reviewing here coming up, uh, everybody's way here in 2019. I wanted to make this announcement real quick before we close out the show here, everybody. 
that either, uh, yes, we know that Aquaman came out Christmas of 2018 since everybody had a great response with our, with our yearly award ceremony that we did. Aquaman will be a part of the nominations for best superhero film of the year of 2019 because our year ended with our third year special. So, I mean, we got to put Aquaman on that. It came out a little bit too late from our special. So he will be on the list for next year's vote. I just want to let people know that. Uh, but we also want you to know you can check us out at movieguyspodcast.com, movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. You can follow us on Facebook and on Twitter and also on, also on Instagram. Just search for Movie Guys Podcast. You'll find us on those social media platforms. And you can download this episode and many others. Just go to iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And also on Podbean, just search Movie Guys Podcast. Our logo, if you don't know, if you're confused, is the, uh, is the popcorn logo with the headphones on it. Movie Guys Podcast. Make sure to check it out. 2019's right around the corner. So it was a, it was a fun 2018 with everybody here. Thank you, Eric and Ed, for 2018. And we'll be having some special announcements coming up in 2019, so I'm really excited. But Eric and Ed, thank you so much for joining me. And we'll be back next year for Welcome to Marwin. Have a good night.